I'm Sir Evans, and welcome to some real life morning motivation. Because no one wakes up in the morning and says, I hope I have a bad day. My desire is to empower and inspire your daily endeavors. Because you can do whatever you set your mind to. The question is, what do you want to do? Whether you're still finding your passion, pursuing it, or living it, motivation is a daily requirement for your success. So here's your morning motivation. I said I'm feeling kind of good because it's another day. I said I'm feeling kind of good because it's another day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Surreal Life Morning Motivation Podcast Show. Listen, I don't care if you're listening in the morning, the afternoon, or the evening because I know that inspiration, encouragement, and motivation is needed at every hour of the day because we have motives for everything that we do. So I'm glad that I'm able to provide some type of conduit for you today. And listen, I don't know why, but today I got, I got big crit on my mind. I got big crit in my brain. I don't know. It's just that, that, that Southern twang is just flowing in my brain. And I did not mean to rhyme that, but I got to sustain. I mean, I'm just trying to keep it plain, but let's get back on track with the train. Now, listen, y'all, I don't know, but I got big crit. I was listening to him this morning when I was doing my workout this morning. The f- the return of forever. And my topic today, it 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 kind of reminds me of that, you know. Um, and I remember uh, this past week we had a little rain in the city. And I was just out on the road and I was just reminded, like, in Cleveland, you know, there's different type of drivers. Depending on what side of town that you're on, you know, there's there's different types of drivers. But one thing that they all have in common is that it's bad drivers across the board, period. Even in different cities, in your perspective, respective city, I'm sure that you have your own type of drivers. I have been north, east, southwest, and I definitely can tell that different cities and states have their own driving patterns but do you remember when you first learned how to drive do you remember that i'm kind of curious to know if y'all were afraid when you first learned how to drive like i remember my first driving experience i actually went and bought my own vehicle because my mom's was so afraid of me getting behind the wheel of her vehicle and wrecking it and I just so happened to be blessed enough to be wanting to work when I was like 15 and a half, 16, however the age was, you need to get your ID back at that time. I'm like, you know what? Let me just go ahead, make this investment so I can do what I want to do. So I can do what I want to do. But it's a scary thing. You know, it's definitely a scary when you learn how to drive. But here's the thing. You got to learn at some point in time, don't you? some point in time but without further ado because listen i want to talk about driving but not only do i want to talk about that i want to talk about how i don't want you to be the king of the parking lot
I don't want you to be the king of the parking lot, ladies and gentlemen, because if you're the king of the parking lot or you're the queen of the parking lot, that means that's where you're going to stay at. So without further ado, let's get into today's morning motivation topic. Once again, morning motivation is a topic that derives from our morning motivation text thread sent out Monday through Fridays to you to help get your morning started. Because we all know that we all need some extra juice, especially some days more than others. These topics derive from there. And if you see one that perks your interest, feel free to shoot it out to me because I know, like you know, sometimes those messages is not enough and it's not enough space in there to be to be able to dissect some of the loaded dialogue that's in there. So let's go ahead and get today's more than motivation in rotation. When I first learned to drive, it was required for those 15 to go to driving school. My parents didn't have the patience to teach me how to drive, so driving school was a great idea for them. Also, I remember the driving instructor I remember the driving instructor would take us out onto the road and basically coach us as we navigated. After some confidence was developed, he thought it was a bright idea to get onto the freeways, which I thought was a terrible idea. But as you can see, I managed to survive and learn to be a pretty good driver. However, I was thinking recently, how good of a driver would I be if I never left the parking lot? What if we never even started the car up and just sat in the parking lot talking about driving? You see, good drivers are made on the road, not in the parking lot. In order to become better, an expert or simply an experienced person, we must be willing and be able to get on the road and be challenged by the twists and turns of the journey we're pursuing. You can't learn it all from the classroom and you can't complete all of your actions in a season of preparation. Be sure to know the purpose of each season, but don't expect snow in the summer. Get on the road and fail faster to succeed sooner. Kanga the parking lot. <laughs> Is this you? I hope not. Listen, so I want to talk about this concept because I think that this really speaks to getting off of the porch, getting off of your couch, getting off of this mind state of deciding whether you're going to act or whether you're not. Um, depending on when and where you're listening to this, we are almost halfway through the year. Regardless of when you listen to it, though, this is really going to speak to you. If you're at a season in your life and well, you might have been doing a little bit more procrastination. You might not even see it as procrastination. Maybe a failure to launch, maybe a fear to launch anything like that, where you may find yourself still in the parking lot or not really getting out there the way that you should. So. Like I said, when I first learned how to drive, I definitely the parking lot was one of my best friends. You know, it was one of those areas where I know that we had that wide open space. We could get loose. You know, we could kind of drive around an empty parking lot, mind you, where we could kind of drive around without really knowing exactly what we're doing. But as you would later learn, there's a huge difference between the parking lot and the road. But. Like I said in the message, in order to become better or an expert or even more experienced at some point in time, you have to leave the parking lot. 
You can't learn it all from the battleground, from the testing ground, and you can't learn it all from the classroom. This is like my swimming lessons, right? So a lot of y'all may know if you listen regularly, swimming is one of the things I've been uh, just started learning. I love the ocean. I love the water, but I'm afraid of it because I can't swim. One of my bucket list items is to go deep sea diving and lo and behold you can't go deep sea diving without a certain prerequisite of learning how to swim so i've been talking about it for years been pump faking afraid to do it afraid to drown that's a fear and i finally this year scratched it off my list of saying you know what this year you're gonna learn i was talking to a buddy of mine garb ziffin and he had um jumped out of a plane and he went skydiving and he was kind of speaking to me, say, you know what? You're never going to be 100 percent in that space where it's like, I'm going to do this. But he said, once you put your money down, oh, you're going to do it. And that's pretty much how it was in this situation. Once I put my money down, that was time for me to make a move. That's when I knew, OK, all right, let me go ahead and pay it. And then I know it's going to be even more challenging for me to say no, because I've already put the money down. So even if you're focusing or facing something that's not really a cash exchange, that investment of your time, that's something that kind of locks you in and makes you makes it all the more serious. Right. So let's go ahead and get this party started. Right. So the first question I had up pertaining to this one was, should we constantly be leaving our comfort zones and accepting new challenges? So. This speaks to that parking lot because the parking lot can be considered a comfort zone, right? So I think to kind of start that off, I think that once you're in a comfort zone, it's time to examine and acknowledge why you're there. Um, and I say that because a comfort zone is not always a bad place to be. I believe that a comfort zone has its purpose, just like every other zone that you're in, just like every other thing that's in this life, including our emotions. A lot of them get a bad rap, but every one of them has a purpose. So if you find yourself in that comfort zone, OK, let's examine and acknowledge why you're there, because first of all, are you enjoying that space? Right. Are you enjoying that comfort zone? Are you are you are you good there? Because sometimes a comfort zone, that might be your pinnacle. That might be where you want to stay at. And that's cool. That's fine. I think that there's always growth. And I think that you can even grow in a state of comfort. I don't think that it's um, like an explosion of growth. But it varies from person to person. But I definitely feel as though um, a comfort zone is somewhere that you can enjoy. And you can, you know, I think in certain situations you can stay there a while. Right. Another question to ask is, are you in this comfort zone to avoid challenges? I think that's one of the areas where it could be problematic. And I'm going to explain that with a, with, a, with a scenario to kind of picture. But are you in this comfort zone because you're trying to avoid challenge? You're trying to avoid a task or something that needs to be completed. So you're in this comfort zone. You're in this parking lot simply because simply because you don't want to leave. Right. Even when it comes to enjoying that space, I remember when I was growing up, we used to kick it in the parking lot. That used to be the hangout spot, 55th gas station, you know, after the after the after the um, club parking lot. That's where we hung out. We was there enjoying the space. 
that's what we did. We enjoyed it. Wasn't no problem. We weren't going to stay there. We weren't setting up a tent and living. But, you know, for that time. Are you comfortable and where you want to be? That kind of ties in with that enjoying that, that, that space. But are you comfortable? I feel as though I know I have some seasoned listeners that might be in maybe that third or fourth quarter in life. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that comfort zone where it feels like, hey, I have been traveling this road a long time and I'm kind of comfortable where I am. I'm kind of comfortable. And I don't think it's anything wrong with that, but I def- definitely think it's important to pay attention to where God is calling you because sometimes God will call you out of that comfort zone, whether you're in your third or fourth season to say, hey, I still got work for you to do. You may feel as though you're close to the finish line, but I still got work for you to do before you cross it. And I think that that comfort zone is very unappreciated. It gets a very bad rap. And I think that people always say, you know, of course, get on, get comfortable being uncomfortable. I really think when you wrap your mind around that, that's a very uh, oxymoronic and very difficult task to do. It's very hard to get comfortable being uncomfortable but I think I understand the concept of even just being prepared for the unknown and being prepared for a lack of comfort to cross your threshold so it's like think about it like this think about the comfort zone like this have you ever had a, I know you have so imagine that conversation where you're you're talking to a family member or you're talking to a friend and This is one of those friends or family members where you didn't really intend on stopping or maybe you intended to stop, but you wind up having a conversation that's much longer than you anticipated, right? It's much longer than you ever anticipated the conversation will go. So there's different types of conversations that you can encounter. So you have the conversation where you're talking to that person and this has went way, way longer than I anticipated it going like I really had somewhere to be and you are really killing my time, but I'm trying to be kind. I'm trying to be respectful, right? These are those times in that comfort zone where we're there longer than we should be, right? We're in that, in that space longer than we should be. We probably should be getting up out of there. But then you have those situations where you might be talking to that friend or family member and the conversation isn't so long. It might be just perfect timing. It's just enough time for you to say, hey, what's going on? How you doing? They might drop a gem on you. You might drop a gem on them. It's a little bit of give and take that's given in there and you're out of there. Those are those spaces where the comfort zone probably doesn't last too long. You're in there. God's trying to get your attention, pull you to the side, which I'll talk about that in a second. But the comfort zone doesn't last too long. It's just enough time for you to maybe catch your breath, catch it, get your bearings together, gather your thoughts and maybe even capture um, a piece of knowledge that you might not have had prior to going in. And then you back out there on the road. Right. But then you got those other type of conversations where you're having that conversation with that friend or family member. And this goes longer than you anticipated, but it was a great conversation. Like it was fruitful. It was, it was, it was everything that you needed. Mind you, the comfort zone, let's, let's also assume that the comfort zone is one of those long winded friends, period. So, you know, that comfort is long winded. So it it could be addictive too. That's why they, that's why so many people advocate for you not to stay in your comfort zone or for you to, you know, don't get comfortable 
because they know that comfort is long-winded. It's always going to be that person that talks for a while. So it's either going to irritate you. You either get out of there just in the nick of time where it's like, okay, that was just enough time. But then, like I say, you have those times where that conversation is so fruitful that it's like, you know what? I had somewhere to be, but I needed every minute that I had here. And I'm glad that I took the time to be in this zone with my thoughts, with my feelings, with the people that are in there in this season. Let's just label it as that in this season of comfort to be to be able to obtain what I obtained. Right. So those different ways of looking at those comfort zones of a comfort zone is imperative because there's different things that you'll get and you'll leave with different mind states. So when it comes to whether you should leave that comfort zone to accept new challenges, look at it from those different perspectives, because I also don't feel as though a a comfort zone is not somewhere that you stay and make it your home, like period, because I don't care how old you are, even if you're you're there longer than usual, you're still moving. You're still in situations that might make you uncomfortable. You're still in growing. You're still in different stages of life, right? So keep that in mind and examine where you are and why and be willing to change if you need to secondly keep in mind that comfort zones can be good for various traffic situations in our lives for instance i might stay in one lane on the freeway if it's if the traffic around me is just ridiculous like if it's like one of those busy situations where busy i'm talking traffic new york uh Cali gets me like this sometimes. Jersey gets me like this. Atlanta gets me like this sometimes. Where it's like, and sometimes I'm a part of the problem. I ain't gonna lie. But if it's just too crazy and I don't feel like putting up with it, I'm just gonna stay in one lane. Y'all can get as off the chain as you want, right? And comfort is good for that because in comfort, there's also a level of peace. There's also a level of patience. And there's also a level of grace. You would have to have a certain level of grace and patience just to be able to just to be able to uh, stay in that space. If you want to go ahead and drive crazy, go ahead. Do your thing. If you want to go ahead and speed around, go ahead. Do your thing. If the enemy want to go ahead and throw them thing, things at you at a rapidly increasing speed, go ahead. Do your thing. I'm just going to go ahead and drive slow in this lane right here. That's what I'm going to do right now. In this season, in this moment, in this zone, I'm just going to go ahead and get comfortable and have a little patience, a little peace, a little grace. And I'm just going to let you zoom around and do what you got to do because it might be a chance where I get up the road in a couple minutes, couple months, couple seasons and realize there was an accident. And me being in this zone, me being in this pace, me being in this lane, help me to avoid that right there. So keep that in mind too, right? Now, also what I said previously was that sometimes God will call us into the comfort zone for a conversation, right? Like I say, comfort is one of those long-winded things, but also comfort has been created by the most high. So I feel as though if God has us in that space, normally that space is for a reason. It also comes with a conversation and a direction. We don't always hear that. 
we don't always heed to that because sometimes we hear it we don't move sometimes we're just not listening sometimes we can have so many distractions in this parking lot that's um, taking our attention away it might be things you know just the opportunities are endless when it comes to distractions on why we might not be able to hear that conversation or that direction that we are being led to but we also can get comfortable there which we already know this so it's important to when you feel like you're in that space to be like okay god what's up it's conversation time just look at it like that it's conversation time what's going on humans we're always on the go we're always trying to speed through life i feel like as time progresses as generation comes and generations go we get faster we want things faster we want things done at a quicker speed so when we hit that parking lot when we hit that comfort zone a lot of times people can be like okay okay all right what you want what you want what you want i'm ready to go i gotta go i gotta go like it's a pit stop at a at a grand prix you know give me my oil change give me my tires switch it all within 60 seconds so i can get back on the road and sometimes god don't work like that sometimes god don't work like that sometimes you got to put the car in the shop and be like no we about to be here a little bit so you might as well just go on into the waiting room pick you up a magazine kick your feet up and relax and let me holler at you so it's important to say as soon as you get in there be like put your listening ears on because there's a reason why there has been a transition in speed for you and there's also a reason why there might be time for you to get up and move but to each his own each has their own reason and each has their own different thing and reasoning and um cause and rhyme and reason for why they are in the parking lot right so imagine this if you will because the world is full of a certain type of person it's full of them and let's just put this concept into perspective right so what would a teacher be who never encounters a student what would they be if they never encountered a student and that's not even just from a classroom perspective because a parent is a teacher and they teach their child but in all avenues and all aspects of a teacher what would a teacher be who never encountered a student what is a king without a kingdom what is a lawyer who never practiced law or a doctor that never even operated or never practiced medicine an inventor who never tried an inventor who never um, picked themselves up after failure or even exercised their ability to think what is an author who never writes a painter that never paints or a pastor that never reaches the people you see the world is full of people that have to leave the parking lot I'm gonna say that again the world is full of people that have to leave the parking lot because in order to have an impact in this world you have to leave the parking lot so are you ready next question up from my quality community is how can we rise from failure should failure be welcomed and acknowledged as a part of the learning process well i've answered this one before but just to kind of recap and just to kind of give another example failure is like that burn you feel when you go to the gym nobody really wants to be sore nobody really wants to feel that burn but when you feel that burn you know it's working 
It's a part of the process. Accept it. It's like traffic on the road, bro. Ladies, it's inevitable. That's what that failure is like. It's like that traffic on the road. And as I said before, it's like consider the F and flourish to be for failure. And you cannot flourish without the F. It's not even a thing. So keep that in mind. Next up, how can we make sure that we aren't opening ourselves up to dangerous failure? For example, leaving our comfort zone and exposing ourselves to making ourselves vulnerable to dangerous situations. Okay, so let's let's kind of break this down. I'm going to use the example that I just kind of used. If failure is the traffic, then dangerous traffic would be a car accident, right? Because they asked the example of dangerous situations. So if failure is traffic, then dangerous traffic would be a car accident. So let's look at it like this. Fear of failure should never be what keeps you from leaving your comfort zone. A fear of failure should never be what keeps you in the parking lot. If if you're afraid of traffic, then you would never learn how to drive. At some point in time, you have to step outside of the fact that there's traffic on the road and you have to get out there. Because if you're always afraid of traffic, you're never going to learn how to drive. You're never going to leave the parking lot and you would never navigate through life. So that's like saying the cars on the road should keep you from switching lanes because you're always afraid. Like, I'm going to stay in this lane because I'm afraid to switch. Now, this is different from what I said previously, where being in that comfort zone will keep me in one lane when everything around me gets crazy. It's not that I'm afraid to leave the lane. It's just that I got enough peace, grace and understanding to be like, you know what? I'm going to stay right here and gather myself and stay in a peaceful place, because if I got to get out here and compete with y'all in this traffic, this might make me feel a certain kind of way. I get pissed off, road rage. It's a plethora of feelings that could resonate from me getting out there fooling with y'all. Versus that fear of switching lanes because something could happen. Something could happen. They could do this. They could do that. Anything could happen on a road. Well, I'll tell you one of the most dangerous things, and it's not always the traffic around us. In most cases, it's not. One of the most dangerous drivers on the road is a scary driver. One of the most dangerous drivers on the road is not that one that zips past you on the right, zips past you on the left. It is the dangerous driver. Dangerous, uh, the scary driver. Scary drivers don't think. There's a certain, that fear is what's driving the car. So a lot of things could happen as a result of that. And being afraid will cause an accident very quickly. It makes you more focused on that fear than the actual task at hand of navigating the road. Therefore, being aware of the road of life, where you're going and how you're driving is important, especially when it comes to avoiding dangerous failures in your life. So it's not necessarily a matter of Staying, avoiding those dangerous failures, you have to recognize um, what, what's a dangerous situation. 
right? Because when we get out here on this road and when we're pursuing our passions, when we're pursuing this next level or peeling back another layer in our life and we have a fear of going to that next level, you have to be aware of what is the traffic that comes with that situation. What's the traffic like? What are the roads like in that endeavor that you're pursuing? And you can't be afraid to go there, especially when you know that you have to go there in order to continue your journey. You have to let that fear subside and use it as caution because there's a thin line between being cautious and being afraid. But that caution will have your mind still involved in the game while fear will have your emotions controlling the game. So homework assignment, ladies and gentlemen, as we are venturing out of the parking lot, even if you are already on the road and you consider yourself a driver, if you've already left the parking lot, cool. If you're still in the parking lot, homework assignment still applies. How's your driving? How is your level of driving on the road? Are you a defensive or offensive driver? And how is this helpful to you? Are you aware of the blind spots? Are you aware of how you're navigating? Could your driving use some improvement? Some of y'all might need some driving courses. Some of y'all need to reevaluate how you mentally prepare for situations, emotionally prepare for situations, myself included, could always be better. And that's always the goal. Also, to those who are still in that space where they have not yet hit the road fully, why are you still in the parking lot? What's holding you back from getting on the road? Because I'll tell you first and foremost, if fear is it, then it's time to eliminate it. If comfort is it and you've been in that comfort zone for a while, maybe it's time to put your listening ears on and really examine why God has you in that space because he might have already told you to go and the light has been green for some time now. So those are some questions to keep in mind, especially as you are navigating this road of life or you are in pursuit of navigation and you are still in the parking lot because drivers, especially good drivers, are not made in the parking lot. They're made on the road. So get out there and enjoy your journey. Until the next time, from Sir With Love, Morning Motivation, signing out. Make sure you tell a friend who might be in need of some inspiration, motivation, and empowerment. I'm going, y'all. Salute. I'm Sir Evans, and you've been listening to Surreal Life, Morning Motivation. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and review this episode. And join me next week for Surreal Life, Morning Motivation. Thank you for listening. Salute.